0: i glad you're with us. 13 days. You are the ultimate jury headed towards our 10 day countdown. nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of this extravaganza? It is stunning to me that Joe Biden, I, I still cannot get over. This guy put a lid on his campaign half the month of September. That means nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. They send out to the media. You will not be hearing from Joe Biden for the rest of the day. Takes off Saturday, one event on Sunday, but he took a break. He got milkshakes while he was out. One vanilla and one chocolate. Such vital information we all need to know. And he's off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. (laughs) It's 13 days to Election Day. The most astounding part of this to me is, is this is a decision that a presidential campaign has had to make. And they have determined it is in their best interest that, that Joe Biden remain in hiding than to go out to all of the swing states and try and appeal to every voter possible why he should be elected president. And, and, and it's not even being questioned by the media mob. There's something radically wrong if a campaign decides that it's better to hide the candidate and, and keep him buried in a bunker for the entire campaign, because that was pretty much the whole spring and summer, and it was you know half the month of September, and now it's even October, and it's thirteen days out. He's still in hiding. Now what? What are they? There's something going on. They they must have calculated that the risk of Joe going out and 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 the world seeing that which they must be seeing on their own would be too devastating to their campaign and their chances of winning a presidential election. It ought to be the biggest red flag, the mob, the media. Well, they ought to be asking the question themselves if they had any intellectual honesty or intellectual curiosity. But, you know, we are talking about a corrupt media here. Um, You know, it doesn't matter. You know, it's amazing to me. Joe Biden, it was just like during the impeachment when it was all we heard was what did President Trump say in the phone call with President Zelensky? You know, he said, OK, well, I, I want to make sure, you know, it looks like you're hanging out with some of the bad people of your pre- in, in the previous administration. That's not good. We can't have that. And he's saying that to President Zelensky didn't demand anything, didn't ask for anything. You get to the impeachment side. We have all these witnesses, hearsay witnesses and opinion witnesses, you have one fact witness, one fact witness. That was it. What did the president say? He wanted nothing. Did He, he did not want a quid pro quo. That's what the president said. He just wanted them to be honorable. OK, well, we're giving money to a country. You want them to be honorable. And the same Democrats were willing to just to, and the same mob in the media. I guess we can now add big tech companies to this this equation as well. They're now out there and they're they're literally was saying at the time, Joe said no credible person would even suggest such a thing when Joe is on tape. You're not I'm, I'm leaving in six hours. You're not getting a billion dollars of loan guarantees unless you fire the prosecutor. His name is Victor Shokin. He has a name. He didn't mention it. Unless you fire that prosecutor, you got six hours. What is who's the prosecutor? Victor Shokin. What's Victor? Shulkin? Why does he want Victor Shokin fired? Because he's investigating his son, Hunter, who has zero experience in oil, gas, energy, and Ukraine that's still being paid millions of dollars. And the media bought it. They ne- they, the media didn't care about their breathtaking hypocrisy. They, the Democrats didn't care about the real quid and pro and quo. They don't care about truth anymore. As long as you can bludgeon Trump, it's fair game even though there was no quid pro quo. And they'll drag the country through impeachment hell just because they hate Donald Trump. It was the same thing with Russia. It took us over three years to get to the bottom of this this phony Trump-Russia collusion story. And what what do we end up with? We end up with a manufactured lie by Hillary Clinton that even the CIA warned Barack Obama about As a matter of Hillary trying to deflect away from the Espionage Act violation of of hers and her email server that did have top secret classified information on it, which violates the law, 18 U.S.C. 793, and the fact that she took subpoenaed emails and erased them, and she took her hard drive and she cleaned it with bleach bit, and she busted up devices with hammers and took SIM cards. I mean, Democrat, they care about that? No. She funnels money to a law, a law firm, Perkins Cooey. They hire an op research firm, Fusion GPS. They hire a former MI6 guy, Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele has as his subsource somebody that the FBI had known for 10 years to be a, a, a Russian agent of some kind. I don't even know the guy's name. But and that person, when they interviewed that person in January 2017, a known Russian, you know, contact uh, for a decade, they've known it. He said, no, there's no truth to any of the stuff in Steele's dossier. So it's all bar talk. But they kept going anyway. And they used the dirty dossier with Russian misinformation to then spy on Trump's campaign, his transition team and his presidency. Democrats didn't care about Russian interference. They didn't care when Adam, the compromised, corrupt, congenital liars on tape, you know, talking to somebody that he thinks is a Russian and saying, well, you know, what is the nature of the compromise? Uh, we compromising on material. Uh, what, 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 what's the compromise? Uh, pictures naked uh, Trump, naked Trump, Buseva to give to, uh, does Vladimir Putin know? Yeah, Buseva tells so-and-so that tells that Vladimir Putin he know about pictures naked Trump compromising material. He's colluding with the Russians. It's not truth that matters here. So when I'm talking about big institutions, the Democratic Party, the Democratic Radical Socialist Party, they will take on breathtaking lies, a breathtaking double standard, you know, raw, obvious hypocrisy, just for their own political ambition. And they've got their trusted allies in the media mob that will absorb the lies, advance the lies, advance the libel, advance the smears, advance the slander, besmirchment, and libel to to advance. It's not a matter of truth for anybody here. That's why journalism, it's dead. It is dead. They hate Donald Trump. They're they're protecting Joe Biden. Is in the media mob, Democratic Party, big tech company protection program, so that he can hide out pretty much every other day, at least, and not have to face the press, so he can make one of his dumb errors, uh, and and barely coherently string two sentences together. And they don't care if they're gonna if America elects a weak, frail, cognitively compromised. Democratic socialists, what do they care? You know, he'll just be sitting there. Okay, uh, what day of the week is it? Where do I sign? What do I? What am I signing? Okay, it's pretty pretty dangerous when you think of it, but it is what it is. And um, you know, I don't know what to tell you. We have uh, a lot coming up on the program today. A new uh, video from Project Veritas. Bill O'Reilly today. Uh, you'll meet this guy. He's a really interesting guy. His name is. Uh, Robert Cahaley from the Trafalgar group and we got some great poll numbers that he's put out there and you know I do believe that you know as you even see the media is now trying to adjust their polling to show it's closer and closer as we get closer to election day because they don't want to be viewed as being that wrong as they have been in 2016 and and other times um what we see uh if you look at real clear politics if you look at the average uh, uh, numbers here, Hillary had at this point in the campaign an even bigger edge than Biden in several key states that would include Florida, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Trump carried all three of them. Uh, this guy that you'll meet later in the program, Robert Kahaley, uh, predicted the president in 2016 would win Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Uh, he's, you know, 13 days before the election, Biden has an average lead of 3.9 in the six battle states of Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Arizona. Uh, Hillary had a 4.4% lead in those states at this very same juncture. Uh, But I will say this and take this and and let this sink in how close this is. If if the Tefalgar group is right, as they were in 2016— and I'm dubious of all polling. I, I just don't think you can poll Donald Trump like any conventional politician. I stand by that. But anyway, the Tefalgar uh, group now has Wisconsin, Biden 47, Trump 46, Michigan, Trump 46, Biden 45, Florida, uh, Biden, uh, I'm sorry, Trump 48, 4, Biden 46, 1. Uh, that's two and a half points in Louisiana. Louisiana is a runaway for Trump in Pennsylvania. It's 47, 46 Biden. Why would anyone in Pennsylvania vote for Biden when he and Kamala Harris? No, we're not going to get rid of fracking when they've been saying all through the primary, they're going to get rid of fracking. Ohio, uh, has Trump at 47, Biden, 43, North Carolina tighter than I would like Trump, 47, Biden, 46, Uh, The one surprise on the map was Minnesota with Biden 46 and Trump 46. Georgia 49, 43 for Trump, although some polls like the AJC and others had Trump down in in Georgia. I don't think the president will lose Georgia, but you got to you know, you got to look at it. You got to pay attention to it. Uh, But just just look, it doesn't matter. It's what do you want? What country do you want? Because everything is on the ballot here. Law, order, safety, security, higher taxes, lower taxes, more bureaucracy, less bureaucracy. Activist justices packing the court. D.C., Puerto Rico statehood. Amnesty, open borders. uh, Energy independence or dependence. New Green Deal wasting trillions of our dollars. Destroying the economy you know, weak foreign policy, it's all on the ballot. And if these power grabs in in particular, ending the legislative filibusters and and packing the court and, you know, adding two, three states to the union so they get six additional Democratic Senate seats, so there is a Democratic Senate majority in perpetuity, amnesty 15 million Americans and the hopes that, well, if we give you something of value, I'm sure you'll continue to vote for us, Right uh i i don't know how we recover when you take capitalism and turn it on on its head the way they're talking about with everything's free and 62 cents of every dollar uh if you're defined as rich by biden and kamala harris is going to go just to the federal government and forget your property taxes forget your state income taxes forget your sales taxes forget your hidden taxes you know, you'll be keeping, you know, 15 cents of every dollar as part of everything's free, free, free for everybody, because that's where they're headed. But in the process, you destroy something called capitalism, free markets, uh, the greatest wealth producing system of governance that the world has ever seen. All right, glad you're with us. And there's a lot at stake, 13 days to go. And you are the ultimate jury. How do you feel about that? Uh I do like the fact that ultimately you are going to be the person that is going to make the decision. It's not going to be big tech companies. It's not going to be Facebook. It's not going to be Twitter. It's not going to be Google as much and as hard as they they try to prevent you from getting information. The American people have figured it out. The mob, the media are abusively biased, corrupt, and one-sided. And I think they've learned an awful lot about Joe Biden, too. It it just one thing that infuriates me. I hate being lied to Joe Biden going out there. There's no legitimacy to the claim that Hunter profited off the family name. This is a desperate campaign to smear me and my family. Okay, that is an outright lie. For those of you that have kids. All right. All kids get in trouble, right? My kids, nobody's perfect. You know, I, I would tell my kids all the time, stop insulting my intelligence when they would lie to me. They'd get in a lot more trouble. It wasn't usually what they did, but if they came to me, they lied to me, and I'd be like, all right, what do you think? I'm stupid? Of course I know you did it. And they say, no, I swear I didn't do anything. I did nothing wrong. Nothing. I, okay, you're insulting my intelligence. They're not, kids aren't even good at lying, um, but they would try. It's, we're supposed to believe that zero-experience Hunter admits he has no experience in Ukraine, oil, gas, energy, but makes millions of dollars. He's not profiting off the family name or a Russian oligarch, $3.5 million uh, in a wire transfer in a business deal, just like a Kazakh oligarch with a wire transfer to the Hunter Biden business endeavor. That they're not profiting off the Biden name. We're all supposed to believe this. The $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. We're supposed to believe they're not profiting off the family name. Or the $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China with no known experience in in private equity. And we're supposed to believe they're not profiting off the family name. How outrageous of people to even bring this up. It is so unfair. I, I mean they're lying to you the mob in the media is protecting the biden's they have an agenda they want trump defeated and they want biden to be the weak frail cognitively struggling half a corpse they want to be president and this is their biggest donation and they'll just you know and big tech is put all in for all things radical socialist biden as well it's insulting to our intelligence. I love Obama's comments in a tweeted video, you know, telling young voters that their generation could be the one that creates a new normal in America, you know, in a push for Joe Biden. What's the new normal? Socialism that you're going to get. Let's see, free pre-K through college education, free student loan forgiveness, free guaranteed government job, free guaranteed government wage, free guaranteed vacations by government free government guaranteed healthy food free health care and free retirement everything's free you know 50 cent i think said it pretty well once he hears that 62% of of his income is going to joe biden goes, i'm not supporting that crap what it is if you really want to say it socialism redistributionism statism the biggest power grab associated with statism adding additional senate ste- seats by adding uh, uh states to the union uh packing the courts so that the courts will back up anything they want done that they can't get done legislatively uh, or done by appealing to voters at the voting uh, uh, at the voting booth that that's that'll be your new normal where capitalism is demonized where the new green deal run, r- runs the day where we'll eliminate our independence we finally got energy independent we'll give that up. Will raise taxes through the roof. And by the way, when they say they're going to raise taxes on corporations, corporations don't pay taxes. They pass that on to us. We pay the higher taxes. You know, how did Biden and Obama do with their own program? Pretty lousy. Pretty lousy. Eight years, 13 more million Americans on food stamps, 8 million more in poverty. Lowest labor participation rate since the 70s. Worst recovery since the 40s. You want that? Because that, that, now you're going to get Obama on steroids. AOC, they're talking about trillions in the new Green Deal retrofitting how, homes and buildings. Who's going to pay for all this? Unbelievable. All of it is in play. All of it is at stake. You know, the president in Pennsylvania was right last night. This will destroy liberty, freedom, and the American dream. All of the—my uh, my book, Live Free or Die, did a whole chapter. Socialism, it's history of failure. Whatever name it's taken on, whatever form it's given, it always promises everything and then some. Everything's going to be free, and it's going to be the, the people versus the elite few— I never got a job from a poor person my entire life. And then what happens? The promises are never fulfilled. And it ultimately always ends in more poverty and more misery. And then it's a matter of how much of your freedom you've actually given away in the process. And you couple this with the power grab and the court packing and the additional Democratic senators and amnesty for 15 million Americans and the hopes they'll forever vote Democrat. I don't know how you come back from that. When and where do you elect a Republican after that? You know, I thought it was great. The president actually played a clip. He brought a a jumbo trauma, I guess, to the rally in Erie, Pennsylvania last night. And the crowd going wild playing Joe Biden's flipping, flopping, flailing on fracking. Also does the same thing on taxes. Does the same thing every other day. He's changing his mind on mask mandates and vaccine mandates. Does I don't Half the time he doesn't even know what day of the week it is, what office he's running for, what state he's in. That doesn't seem to matter. The media, uh, you know, aiding and abetting Joe Biden hiding like this is this has never happened in the history of presidential politics. And the mob and the media, they're perfectly fine with it. They're aiding and abetting and contributing to all things Biden. President, playing a let's play the let's play the flip flop on fracking. So everybody, you know, everybody in Pennsylvania, this will destroy Pennsylvania's economy when they eliminate fracking. Listen,
1: I am not banning
2: fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. No more, no new fracking.
3: Any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration?
2: no we would we would work it out
1: we would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those
0: what part of the word eliminated don't people understand kamala harris same thing it's the same thing which joe biden you're going to believe on what given day is even going to remember from one day to the next you think that aoc and the squad that'll really be in control and that will have the greatest influence on a Biden presidency? You think that he's going to get away with not banning fracking? Good luck with that, because it's just not true. You know, the president's citing a report on Biden's tax policy. I mean, it is going to drag this economy. This is not hard to figure out. We're on the verge. You're going to hear next week, we will get third quarter real GDP numbers. We expect it to be above 30%. I mean, which would be a testament to one of the greatest economic comebacks after the shutdown of the American economy ever in history. We're seeing it in the early housing numbers that are coming out for the third quarter. I have a buddy of mine was telling me, you know, during the summer, I said, oh, I bet things are pretty slow, right? Because of the pandemic. He goes, no, just the opposite. Because, you know, my business has never been busier. Well, now we have car light truck sales are up 246 percent annual rate increase in in quarter three that's not a typo by the way and real inflation adjusted retail sales outside of the auto sector grew at a a whopping 49.8 percent annual rate and spending on services also rebounded not as sharply but it's still rebounded much of service consumption is related to Home occupancy, which it didn't drop in in quarter two, so you don't record, require the, the rebound in quarter three. As a result now, we estimate that real consumer spending on goods and services combined will be at a 40% annual rate, adding, 20, adding to the 26.1 points in real GDP growth rate. Business investment equipment rebounding sharply in quarter three. Investment in intellectual property rebounding at a more robust, uh, more moderate pace, but Commercial construction continued to fall, uh, but housing starts are, are going through the roof in quarter three as well. This is all good news for the American people. And we now have the therapeutics and we're on the, the, the literally right there at the edge of the vaccine, which means that covid at some point in the middle of next year, maybe early next year, it's over. The pandemic, we will have it under complete control. Thank God. Thanks to to the medical researchers, doctors, scientists, and the people that, that have done historic work that they never get credit for. Anyway, uh, but Joe never profited off his family name. Hunter never profited off the family name. This laptop scandal, I'm just telling you, it's, you know, Rudy fi- filed, and we're watching it closely, I have been briefed by some on what is in this hard drive, um, although I myself don't have a copy. not been able to independently corroborate it. Not even sure if I want a copy based on what I'm hearing is in it. But we now have confirmed this, that senior law enforcement officials, uh, Fox News reported and others, that the FBI and the DOJ both concur and the director of national intelligence also concurs. Hunter Biden's laptop and the email's retrieved from the laptop are not part of a Russian disinformation campaign. uh, As you know, I guess that's a go to on everything that, you know, comes out of Adam Schiff's lying mouth. Um, And also the same officials are are saying that the FBI, in fact, does have possession of Hunter Biden's laptop in question. We know that Giuliani, along with Bernie Kerik, um, went to local police Uh, in wilmington delaware to report concerns about child endangerment and sexual exploitation in relation to things that they have picked up on this hard drive we're watching that very very closely uh there is are other reports out there as well that you know and by the way the the laptop from hell scandal um even though they've tried to ban it on social media it's not working there's 2.5 million Five, nine million interactions with comments, Facebook, Twitter, in spite of them trying to spike the story, according to Axios. Um, Watching the story about what exactly is on there, but it is everything we're hearing as explosive as uh, as people are talking about. And it's you know, you just give this a story like this a couple of days to breathe and you find out and you try and. You know, we had so many stories during our whole deep state scandal that we would check and double-check our sources and make sure we got everything right, and I'm doing the same thing here. That's how we that's how we didn't get anything wrong, and we're not going to get it wrong here either. You know, it's a smear, Joe Biden said. It's a smear. Uh, why don't you say it's fake then? Why don't you say that it's not true? Why don't you just come out and say this is an absolute lie? But he's still out there lying, saying that, hunter biden has not profited off the the biden name that's just not true that's not a fact all right leonard skinner can only mean one thing on the sean hannity show means it's wednesday and only 13 days and you are the ultimate jury but it also means one other thing a man that proclaims he is a simple man who's probably the most complicated guy that we know Uh, All things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com, including his latest number one bestseller, uh, Killing Crazy Horse, which is uh, part of a 15-book series uh, that Bill does. Congratulations again on your success. How are you, sir?
4: I'm okay, but uh, if you hear some in the background, I'm getting my house painted.
0: You, get, now, you You're not. Well, you don't hear painters for the most part unless they move well, the no, ladders.
4: These guys like are giving each other high fives when they uh, they finish the second coat. <laughs> I used to paint houses. I used
0: I to, use to paint, paint houses. House. I was yeah. great at painting houses
4: on Long Island. So I'm out there uh, giving directions now. But anyway, they're Wait, all. Now,
0: are they painting like, the inside or the outside of your house? Outside
4: outside we're preparing yeah. for the winter here on Long Island
0: all right well, what color are you painting your house
4: I'm boring so it's white
0: it's, I, was, I thought what? it was gonna be pink with purple polka dots or yeah, something I, know. I just I'm just wondering <laughs>
4: Right, like the hippies paint their houses, <laughs> exactly. white with black shutters. This house oh, is man. about 100 years old that I live in. That's almost as old as you are, Hannity.
0: All right, wise ass. Uh, you're a little older than me, so let's not go there. Um, all right, so with 13 days out, Mr. O'Reilly, we have yeah. uh, we have a real significant tightening in these polls. Uh, we have uh, this guy Robert Kahali is with us with the Trafalgar Group. And the numbers that he's putting out is he thinks Donald Trump is in the lead. He was the one guy that called Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania last time. Now he's saying it's all close, but he is saying that he believes Donald Trump now has overtaken Joe Biden in the lead. Um, Joe was off on Saturday, did one event Sunday. Has been off Monday, Tuesday, today off tomorrow until he has the final debate with President Trump.
4: Yeah, and I have an inside thing. He's playing Monopoly all day today. His little <laughs> Is that right what, he's yeah, what he's doing?
0: I think he's drinking doing. hot cocoa and taking his nappy. And you uh, know but... what
4: happened in the game? What happened? Hunter, Dr- Hunter drew a get out of jail free card. <laughs>
0: he's, so, he's gonna. He might need it based on I, what I'm reading. I, I,
4: your piece on uh, your TV show last night. I actually turned off the World Series and turned you on with the Travalga guy who I've been following because he and Rasmussen were the only guys that called it right um, four years ago. I think that President Trump has closed the gap a little bit. Uh, I don't think he's leading now, but I think he's within striking distance in Pennsylvania and uh, in Nevada. And I think he's ahead in Arizona by a point. But it's so precarious. And what I'm telling my people on BillOReilly.com and on my radio programs is that, look, if you know people who are supporting joe biden you should have a conversation with them saying do you really understand the implications of your vote do you understand that traditional america the way we are living now is going to change dramatically if he gets in so it's not really about trump versus biden it's not really about that it's about the United States changing dramatically. Do you want that change? And when I have discussions all over the place, I feel that that tact is very effective. And I'd like to see Donald Trump use it tomorrow night to rather than, you know, do the grievance thing, um, because he's not going to get a fair shake. Everybody knows it. the 60 minutes thing is just another example. He's just not. Just look into the camera and say, these people are going to change every part of your life. Do you not understand what they want? want to do to you and then reel off four or five things if he did that tomorrow night he'd win
0: you know i i think the president should just go in there be himself as always because nobody's going to believe if he just changes his real identity and really focus in on what his second term agenda is about and make the comparison compare and contrast Okay, we'll we'll be energy dependent, we'll have open borders, we'll have amnesty, we'll have activist justices. Uh we'll pack the courts with uh with more activist justices. Uh DC Puerto Rico statehood, it's all on the table, new green deal that will cost trillions and and set our economy back in such a way that I don't I don't even see a way to recover from it. Um and that America has a very big decision to make here. Because I don't think you can have two more dramatically or fundamentally different philosophies in terms of governance.
4: Look, he's the unpolitician, and I'd like him to be that tomorrow night. Um, I'd like to see him say, "Look, I feel your pain out there. I mean, I understand the COVID thing. I got it that everybody's life's been disrupted. I got the, the illness. I know, but but we have to look ahead, and there's two roads." My road is a vibrant economy, a smaller central government. You have more freedom. Their road is the central government controls everything you do, because that's the goal of what the socialists want. They want the huge central government in Washington telling everybody, this is what you can have and this is what you can't have. And we're talking speech. We're talking guns. We're talking take-home pay. We're taking all of that. And I think if he gets across that there's a tremendous danger, and I would use that word, because Biden's not going to be able to reply to any of that. And Biden, he, he can't, he's just, in, he can't articulate it. And then if he tries, then in the two minutes of the debate format, Trump will be able to go, oh, come on, look at this, look at that. Um, it's very instructive that Kamala Harris doesn't talk to the press, that Biden doesn't talk to the press, because the...
0: Bill, all right, when when you ahead. first got into television, and you've been at it a little longer than me, who was the president at the time?
4: Uh, Carter. Okay, Carter, I got uh, it in uh, with uh, Reagan. Yeah, it was Carter versus Ford, and I okay. interviewed Carter. I got an interview with him as, as a young <laughs> yeah, reporter. But,
0: yeah, by the way, that was the biggest mistake in his campaign. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't help. Mistake. Out. Let's put. You let's make a, a checklist to, to do and not to do. O'Reilly, no, don't do it. Here's Stay quick away. Story.
4: Quick Carter story. All right. I'm yeah. at Dallas. He gets off Love Field. He comes out. I'm there. I'm the only reporter there. I go, Governor, obviously he's the governor of Georgia. Good to see you in Texas. You know, what do you plan to do here? Over his shoulder, he's got a garment bag. And he, he's carrying the garment bag over his shoulder. And I go, what, is that yours? He goes, yeah. Uh, and then later on, I was told there was nothing in the garment bag. He wanted the people to see that it was a man of the people. He carries his own bags. But oh, there was nothing group. in the garment bag.
0: <laughs> uh, that, but that would have been great. What's in the garment bag? Oh, n- nothing serious, nothing, nothing, nothing dramatic.
4: I'm just, I'm just holding it, but that's what politicians do. Let
0: um, me give you these yeah, Trafalgar so numbers, these though, great. Bill. I, I want to go over this. Wisconsin Trafalgar has Biden 47, Trump 46. Michigan Trump 46, Biden 45. Florida Trump 48, Biden 46. Uh, Pennsylvania, Biden, 47, Trump, 46. Arizona, 47, 43, Trump. Ohio, 47, 43, Trump. North Carolina, 47, 46, Trump. Uh, Georgia, 49, 43, Trump. Uh, In Minnesota, 46, 46. I just don't think we can be any closer.
4: He told you last night on TV that there are a lot of Trump supporters that don't answer the phone and don't answer the polls. I think he's right. Uh, But I think there's a lot of Trump hatred, too. And it's about getting people out, and we'll see. But I think, you know, election night is going to be so tense. It's not going to be known, not going to be a landslide. And then you got to consider the Senate, North Carolina, that Senate rate. Tillis has got to win that uh, because Collins is going to lose in Maine. And uh, the guy in Colorado is going to lose a Republican there.
0: Corey Gardner, so, you got a tight yeah. race with Martha McSally. You got a tight race with Joni yeah. Ernst. You got uh, you mentioned Ernst has win.
4: And, and again, he can do a lot of good for the down ticket if he says this is the danger from these people, the Democratic Party. I agree with it.
0: You know who's doing great is John James in in Michigan as He's a Republican Senate this. candidate.
4: Yep. He's within striking distance, but Michigan is controlled by Democrats, and in the states that are controlled by Democrats, is going to be shenanigans, and I mean that literally. And uh, you know, you're going to be up late. I'm going to be up late. Um, everybody's going to be yelling and screaming and jumping down because a lot of these votes are going to be. Rage. I may
0: just sleep it off and wake up in the morning and ask what happened. I don't man.
4: I'm, uh, I'm going to be. I,
0: you know what? What time I went to bed last year on well, election sleep- night? I, you sleep I didn't least. go to sleep at all. I did not sleep 1 hour that night.
4: You never sleep. You're like
5: a I don't.
0: Vampire. I'm a I am I am a loser. I don't sleep. You're right. And as we continue, Bill O'Reilly, all things at BillOReilly.com, uh, his new book out, by the way, another number one bestseller, Killing Crazy Horse, uh, number 15 in, a, in his killing series. We're not sure if I'm going to be 16 or 20 killing Hannity, but at some point that's going to happen. And uh, so we got this crazy race. What about Hunter? Now, it's obvious, Bill. If you've read the Johnson report, if you read the Grassley report, if you've been following Peter Schweitzer and, and Secret Empires and 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 now whatever we're learning from from this Hunter hard drive, which has been authenticated by the FBI, et cetera, that it's not Russian disinformation, you've got obvious, you know, cashing in on his father's name, pay to play. You got a compromised vice president in the process. Uh, a guy with no experience, nothing but deeply embedded personal problems, making millions of dollars from Ukraine, from oligarchs in Kazakhstan and in Russia, in Ukraine, in Ukraine uh, Chinese national shopping sprees, no private equity experience, but a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. We're not talking about small amounts of money here. And now we've got these emails that show that Joe Biden lied when he said he didn't know about any of this. And all Joe Biden says is none of it's true. It's a smear. That's his answer. Uh, But it's obvious. U.S.
4: Grant did the same thing with his brother. And uh, it almost killed him because the press then took it seriously. And now the press doesn't. Uh, I think that Donald Trump will bring it up tomorrow night. I'll be tweeting during the debate at Bill O'Reilly. I always do that uh that yeah but it's fun
0: okay. so that's F- fun. okay
4: president trump has to frame it as a joe biden issue not a hunter biden issue he's got to say look this guy enraged his family to the tune of tens of millions of dollars by using his position as vice president is that kind of guy you want leading the country do you really want that and if he does raise that in a very authoritative way that's going to hurt biden because right now, you know, everybody's running interference for Biden on this, from Twitter to Google to everybody else and uh, Facebook, and so a lot of the people, because they don't, they're not zeroed in like you and I are and your audiences, um, they don't know what to believe. Trump has really, be very really. I've
0: never seen anything like it. All the never years have I. We've been doing radio, TV. Never t- you have know, I. I've, I've never, never seen, seen anything seen like this. Now we've got big tech companies and and their reach is in the billions, the billions. They are now aligned against Trump. The media mob, pretty much 99 percent. You and I are part of the the one tenth of one percent that are actually that give a different opinion.
4: You know, And I I would consider Joe Biden, because this is the first time in my life that I've ever told anybody who I'm going to vote for. But I would consider Joe Biden if I thought that he was an honest man, and I don't. It's not that I don't. So I I just don't as an American forces
0: against Donald Trump. You know, Bill, let's go back to the Ukrainian impeachment here. And let's go back to Russian interference. We know there was Russian interference with Hillary Clinton. They never cared about it in the media. They only cared about Trump-Russia collusion, but there really was a dirty Russian dossier paid for by Hillary, and they knew it was unverifiable, and they used it to spy on a presidential candidate and a president. Uh, Then you've got the whole, you're not getting a billion taxpayer dollars unless you fire a prosecutor who's investigating my son who has no experience being paid millions. It was on tape. But Democrats cared about the quid pro quo that never happened with Trump, but they ignored that obvious quid pro quo. It is that blatant in terms of the lying and the covering up that they're doing. It's on such a sophisticated level. It's breathtaking to me.
4: What everybody needs to know is that The Washington Post and The New York Times want to run the country. They're in it for power. They're not in it for anything else. If Joe Biden is elected president, the Washington Post and the New York Times will run the United States because he will do everything they suggest that he does. Everything. And it's beyond party politics now. So I know some people don't believe me, but it is absolutely true. And that's why the press is lined up against Trump, because Trump does not listen to them, is not intimidated by them. Biden will do exactly what The Washington Post and The New York Times tell him to do.
0: Scary times. Bill O'Reilly, 13 days, a debate tomorrow. Uh, all things uh, Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Simple man. Uh, sir, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being with us. Always a We've been talking about the polling of the Trafalgar Group. They're the. This is the guy. His name is Robert Kahali He uh, got all of the states like Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, and Pennsylvania right in 2016. His predictions for 2020. When we come back, eight hundred nine four one Sean. If you want to be a part of the program, James O'Keefe has uh, information about Google suppression of speech. That's coming up and more straight ahead. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean, You want to be a part of the program. There were only a few pollsters that nailed the Donald Trump victory in 2016. The mob, the media, Democrats were confident Hillary Clinton was going to be the next president of the United States. I'll never forget the exit polls came in, and it was a slam dunk. Donald Trump won next to Zero states, kind of like 2004 when John Kerry was going to be the next president. Pollsters get it wrong so often. You know, there were a few people that got it right. Uh, Matt Towery, John McLaughlin and Scott Rasmussen were all very close. Person that called Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania, which pretty bold prediction at the time. The Trafalgar group. And uh, if you remember, the media was very confident that this was all going to work out the way they thought in 2016.
3: Donald Trump,
6: just last week, he confirmed to the National Review that he is again considering a run in 2016.
7: Do it. (laughs) Do it. Look look at me. Do it. I will personally write you a campaign check now on behalf of this country, which does not want you to be president, but which badly wants
2: you to run. (laughs) Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican, which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. <laughs> is that people think that Donald Trump is a clown?
1: D- Donald, Donald Trump is a clown. I mean, does anybody seriously think that Donald Trump is serious about running for president? Donald Trump, you know, he's a clown. President Obama will go down as perhaps the worst president in the history of the United States, exclamation point, at real Donald Trump. <laughs> As real Donald Trump, at least I will go down as a president. This basically, this is the beginning of the end for Trump. The beginning of the end. The
0: beginning of the end this
1: is probably starting of the beginning of the end for for Donald Trump. Donald, uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency.
0: The strongest person usually isn't the loudest one in the room.
2: So right now we have Hillary's about a 75 or an 80% favorite. We have different versions yeah, of the forecast you can look at. Paul has Hillary Clinton up by double digits nationally, 12 points, 50 to 38 in a four-way race. Clinton leading in Florida. Clinton leading in North Carolina. Clinton leading in Ohio. Clinton leading in Nevada. I could go on and on and on. Uh,
1: I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president.
0: And so right now, Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just want to say you're not going to be president. All right. It's been fun. It's been great. I love you. Come on. Come on, buddy.
7: We have a major projection right now. Donald Trump will take Ohio. That's it our projects Donald Trump will carry the state of Florida. Huge win for Donald Trump. Donald Trump, while we project, will win in Kentucky, in Indiana, with its 11 electoral votes. West Virginia, Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, North Dakota, uh, with its three electoral votes. And South Dakota, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Ohio north carolina georgia iowa utah wisconsin arizona kansas with its six
2: electoral votes nebraska with its five electoral votes and wyoming with its three electoral votes sorry to keep you waiting complicated business a lot of people have laughed at me over the years now they're not laughing so much i'll tell you
0: the media mob could not have been more wrong the pundits the late night comics could not have been more wrong one guy that was right was Robert Cahaley? He is with the Trafalgar Group of Polling and very much like 2016. uh, uh, Welcome to the program, Robert. You see a very similar, you see very similar trend lines that you saw in 2016. Tell us (laughs) why are you seeing things, how did you see things in 2016 that others did not? Uh,
8: Thanks for being here, Sean. Yeah, what we see right now is it, it is very similar in that it, it, we had what we called you know, the hidden Trump vote, people who aren't comfortable saying they're for Trump. You know, Four years ago, they were referred to as deplorable. Now, that's the nicest thing anybody says about Trump supporters. So we see this, this intensifying, and we see a, a larger amount of hidden vote. And frankly, the polling, if you look at the RCP average, which is the only thing you ought to be looking at, um, it's actually tighter than it was four years ago. So we think that that vote, that it's not being counted on the polls, is going to be bigger than it was four years ago, and the race is tighter than it is. So that's why we are so optimistic in our projections.
0: I don't see any passion or enthusiasm, as we call it, for Joe Biden. I see a ton of it for President Trump, but I do see a lot of hatred for Donald Trump. So is, does it come down a love of Donald Trump versus hatred of Donald Trump?
8: Absolutely. I mean, it, 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 is, it is not anybody. Um, actually, I saw a pretty funny funny sign by me pictures of it that said reluctantly for Biden. And it was like the word reluctantly above the Biden logo. And it was in somebody's yard. And I think that I think that pretty we, much we sums it up. Of, exactly. And we, we run into that all the time. It, 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 it really is. It's a manifest dislike of Trump. But the problem is, is, just as those who are passionate for Trump are a minority, those who are passionately against Trump are a minority, but the people who like what a Trump economy, like what a Trump America we still think that's a solid majority.
0: You, all right, so let's go through right now. In the state of Wisconsin, you have Biden up by a point. In Michigan, you have Trump up by a point. In Florida, you have Trump up by two, almost two and a half points. In Pennsylvania, you have Biden up by a full point. Uh, Arizona, Trump up by 47-43. Ohio, Trump 47-43. Uh, North Carolina, you have Trump 47-46. Uh, Interestingly to me, I think the biggest surprise on the page that I saw was Minnesota 46-46, Georgia 49-43, Trump. If the president takes Florida and he he holds Arizona and Iowa and Ohio and North Carolina and Georgia and then gets Michigan— He's president, is he not?
8: Exactly. It's over. I mean, we, we we look at the states that we think are solid, and we think Florida's solid. We think any talk of Georgia is a joke. Um, we think North Carolina is going to be a win, and we think Arizona is going to be a win, and people talking about Texas, they need to go to rehab. Um, but but <laughs> at that point, and, and, and Ohio is really not close. <clears throat> so at that point, you're down to four paths the victory. It is that group plus pennsylvania win that group plus michigan win that group plus nevada and wisconsin win that group plus nevada and minnesota win so there's a full clear pass to victory right there as long as you can count on north carolina and arizona and we think that he can't
0: i mean it's just pretty inc- incredible here it's just it's stunning to me that there that you go you buck the trends uh, do you see that the pollsters that were all wrong in 2016 doing the exact same methodology as they did? Have they not learned anything from 2016?
8: No, it's funny. Well, the lesson they think they learned is they they came out of their big conference and said, "Oh, we need to wait. We need to wait better for education." Well, no, you need to acknowledge that people are not honest with pollsters. We live in a country where people, a lot of their priest, a lot of their accountant, they'll lot of their doctor, and suddenly they become honest able and they're on the phone with a pollster. Come on, are you kidding me?
0: How not do real. you find these, these voters that are not going to vote for Trump? How do you get them to talk to you, or how do you figure out who they are if they're not talking to anybody?
8: Well, first of all, we approach it differently. We... We, we don't just use strictly live callers we use a combination of text and emails and uh, live calls that have extra capacity to, to make people feel like they're being anonymous uh, and we, we we make our surveys much tighter and faster. And these surveys that come in at 6.30 at night, your phone rings and you're supposed to answer 25 questions. You're getting people who care too much. Our surveys are less than three minutes when we're doing a, a ballot test like this, and we're going to get you in and out. We're going we're to literally let you have that, that child in one hand and washing dishes in the other and answer this thing on your Bluetooth in under three minutes. And that, right, can you, more do
0: you have in front today. of you, like, give me – I've never been polled in my life. Robert, I'd love to be polled. Can you poll me, quick? Okay.
8: Well, we're doing a quick research from uh, Trafalgar Research. Uh, it'll be less than three minutes of your time. Uh, can you tell us if the election for president were held today, uh, who would you be most likely to support? Trump. Okay, we see... You, oh, see more that likely to support.
0: It? Sorry, no less likely to support. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I gotta listen to the question. It's like Jeopardy. Uh, I'd be less likely to support Biden.
8: <laughs> Absolutely. And, and so then then, you know, then we would we would give you some other questions. Now, these are the questions we are keeping proprietary this year because we've noticed our neighbor question that no one gives us credit for. We introduced four years ago. Now everyone's copying. We're not telling everybody what other questions are this year.
0: Oh, you're not telling the questions because you don't want people to copy you. By the way, I have to sometimes hide topics and investigative stories I'm doing because there are other people that try to steal my idea and get it on the air before I do. I hate that. Yep. So I guess Connected I guess. How big a deal do you think Hunter is and how big a deal is Joe hiding in his basement? Joe took off Saturday, did one event Sunday, off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week. He called a lid on his campaign at like nine o'clock in the morning, half of the month of September, most of the summer. Uh, He's like never seen or heard.
8: You know, I think I think it goes specifically to this thing we call the strong leader measurement and uh, uh, as on the Biden hiding. I mean, it is a natural contrast. I mean, it's not just the hiding. It's the fact that Trump takes tough interviews. I mean, the Leslie Stahl, I mean. You cannot be perceived as a weak leader when you embrace people who you know are going to give you a hard time. And, and whether it's overt or it's somewhat subliminal, people are seeing that everybody is treating this guy like he's a, you know, he's, he's a little slow. And all of it contributes to the, this idea of when it comes right down to it, Americans want a president that is strong, that can deal with situations and with people and doesn't hide. And Joe Biden is providing exactly the opposite image. Now, as far as Hunter Biden goes, that has got to break out of uh, of conservative media. I think that when we have a more bipartisan audience during the debate, if the president brings it up, Joe might lose his temper and create a very big issue. And I, and I, and I would encourage anybody listening, that, that's what ought to happen. You've got to get this thing outside of the conservative media. Uh, but there are two stories in one, because the hiding... I mean, we've never seen this. I mean, when Pierce Morgan is saying that uh, liberals are hiding an issue that they ought to be addressing, uh, you know they've got a problem.
0: Uh, it's, I think they got a big problem, and you know, do, do do people like it when the president's fighting, say, with Savannah Guthrie, or Leslie Stahl, apparently, you know, had a, she was giving him a hostile interview. Does that create does that help the president, hurt the president, no impact on the president?
8: I think it depends on how he, ha- how he handles it. I mean, Savannah Guthrie was, I mean, he, he, was, he killed it. I mean, he was so disciplined and so harsh and, and just clear with her. He didn't let her rattle him. And she's the one who came across as argumentative and combative. And, and people want to think a president can handle that. Because if you, know, if you can't handle Leslie Saul and Savannah Guthrie, do we really want you at the G20?
0: I mean, that's all a good point, too, but I, I've never seen a guy in hiding the way we see Joe Biden. If people finally, if, if a political campaign makes a calculation, and and b- by that I mean they make a political calculation, that it's better to hide our candidate than let him the candidate go out to talk to people, doesn't that mean that something really dr- is drastically wrong there?
8: Well, it also could reflect a strategy of make the race a referendum on Trump, not about Biden. I mean, some would argue that was Romney's mistake, as he let the race be a referendum on Romney instead of a referendum on Obama. So I can't blame them for doing their job.
0: All right, stay right there. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll get a final prediction from Robert Cahaley. He's with the Trafalgar Group. Uh, they've been the most accurate pollsters now and as it relates polling Donald Trump in particular and predicting his victory in 2016. All right, news roundup information overload hour eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza, our our friends at Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, founder CEO, has another development breaking as it relates to his undercover Google operation. Something by the way we already knew but now have confirmed and you know there's been a lot of talk about all these big tech companies. Uh, apparently earlier today, an article that we had up on Hannity.com that automatically—it's automatic, right? It gets we p- posted on Hannity.com and it automatically tweets out. Is that correct, Linda? Is not Blair? correct.
3: That is not correct. It is oh, okay. a manual effort. We
0: a manual effort. All right. So if an article goes up on Hannity.com, somebody yep. then will put it on my Twitter account, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then that article apparently was taken down by Twitter when Jim Jordan had made a confirmation. As well, it a has a label
3: on it. It basically says that we don't believe what is in this article. So before you open it, we want you to know that we don't believe what's in it. So maybe think twice about reading it.
0: This is, does this happen to any liberal groups so ever? this So it's really funny that we're having this
3: conversation, and I'm sure James will speak to this as well, but literally today... Twitter has enacted these new rules. So if you retweet something, if you go to open something, it'll say, are you sure you want to retweet that? Are you sure you want to read it? Are you sure you want to comment on it? We're giving you one more chance.
0: All we did was report the truth. The truth is, is that Congressman Jim Jordan confirmed the authenticity of Hunter Biden's emails. But then Twitter slaps this warning label on Mm -hmm. the tweet. Headlines don't tell the full story. Uh, Okay, so basically they're saying we're liars Mm -hmm. and they get to edit content and they still have liability protection under Section 230, which is unbelievable to me. Uh, All right. Let's I mean, it just why am I even on Twitter anymore? I guess we have a lot of followers on Twitter. Why are we even there? Why is why don't conservatives just say goodbye and move to Dan Bongino's Twitter?
3: As you well know, change takes time. People are creatures of habit. And until we stop putting money, time, and effort into platforms that do not service the American people as one unified country, but instead divide it completely by left and right, we will lose. And the right well, has yet to grasp all onto this. Now we all the big
0: this. tech companies, they, they've spiked the Hunter Biden story as much as they possibly can. Ironically, it's backfired on them because as a result of their attempts to to stifle news and information and editorially favor and choose sides like they do in this in 2016 it was Hillary Clinton now it's Joe Biden. It's now people are hip to it. just like everybody knows the mob, the media, they're one-sided, they're democratic radical socialist and all they care about is hating Trump and wanting Joe Biden as frail, weak, forgetful, and cognitively challenged as he is from ever you know they want him to get the presidency. Uh, but anyway, so Project Veritas, James O'Keefe joins us now, and you have this Google advertising manager uh, boasting that the company can censor, they're actually saying it, right wing and Republicans, and reveals that he chose to ignore requests for pro Brexit ads on a search engine. You know, you're telling an Italian that lives in London that you don't want to advertise Brexit. It's like, seriously? Uh, James O'Keefe is with us. How are you, sir?
5: Hey Sean great to be with you.
0: you know the fascinating part of this this would be normally be considered an in-kind donation when you look at the reach of Google, the reach of Facebook, the reach of of Twitter, you're talking about billions of impressions, billions of of people that get re- reached that you know that you can reach through these social media platforms. You can't even begin to in any way Calculate how much money that would represent if it was something paid for by a political campaign, or monetize that, or you know, put a money money value on it would be a better way to put it.
5: Yeah, Sean. I mean, this this is this Adriano Amaduzzi, who's a uh, who works in the ad division at Google, and he's saying you can offer free ad credits to Democratic parties for advertising. You could potentially censor out news from your search engine. None of this is surprising to anybody, but the fact that you have the man saying it into the camera, this is, these are three videos, Sean, released, Google employees all talking about how they're trying to skew the election, coming on the heels of this antitrust lawsuit against Google filed yesterday. So a lot, a lot of information here to unpack about what Google intends to do.
0: So you got this guy. He's the Google uh, marketing technical manager. How powerful is this guy?
5: Well, I mean, these are the rank-and-file management and some some leadership within Google. The technical program manager at Google Cloud, this is Ritesh Lakar, and he and he says that, uh, uh, you know, in terms of misinformation, Trump says something, you're going to delete it. But if a Democratic leader says it, then you're going to leave it up. And he says, you're a plain, simple, trying to play God. He this is a Google employee saying that Google's playing God. Uh, he also says the algorithm... Is, is in favor of Biden, and that's why you see a lot of the positive search. So, you know, he's he's, I, he's a good guy or a bad guy, I think he, Ritesh might be somewhere in between. You know, he's kind of going along with it, but he's also frustrated by what Google is doing. He also says when Trump won the first time, people were crying at Google, and he, and he says this as well. I'm not a surprise, but certainly confirms our suspicions about Google, Sean.
0: It certainly does. All right, let's play this tape. Uh, James O'Keefe undercover Google insider saying that they can influence the 2020 election by not letting right-wing groups advertise. He unabashedly says that Google could get involved
5: in our elections here in the United States by, quote, actually stopping right-wing parties from advertising, unquote.
8: How do they determine hate speech? So, like, it's, it's not really a concrete definition, so it's... It's human reviewed right, by trust and safety. Oh, so oh. they're the ones who determine.
5: So, yeah. trust and safety is, sets their own standards for hate speech. Yeah, exactly. But so they can block, say it's not an extreme right wing, What and I agree with you, it's no, not it's their true. business to get involved, but they do. And but what they if do? people, the majority of trust and safety is extremely left, could they or would they get involved with our 2020 election?
7: Yeah, by stopping, especially stopping uh, right, uh, right-wing parties to from under
0: You know the there was actually an article that came out by Newsbusters, and I think they did a pretty good job with it. How they point out that Twitter, Facebook censored Trump campaign 65 times and leave Biden untouched. Unbelievable. All right, so it's clear. Now, why is that not considered a donation? And and go to section two thirty that allows what is supposed to be media platforms where people exchange information. Once they get into the edit, uh, editing business or editorializing business, uh, such protections then should be removed. Which is now what a lot of Republicans are talking about. It hasn't happened yet, but it should happen. Uh, but is it is this any different than some kind of in kind donation to these? Campaigns, James O'Keefe.
5: I, I don't think so, Sean. I, I think it is an in-kind contribution. I think the question is, what are, are government officials going to do about it? I think there's a hearing next week in D.C. I think it's the Senate Commerce Committee, and, I mean, they should be doing something about this. Uh, these Google engineers are clearly saying that that preferences are given to one political party. Google is, I don't know if they're technically a monopoly, but they're a monopoly on ideas. And it doesn't matter how much money you put, you spend on ad buys. If you're a candidate, you could spend a billion dollars on ad buys. But if Google can skew that algorithm, as as uh, Ritesh, Lakar says, in favor of Biden, it's it's just going to make such a difference. Um, so, the, the, so the, I I think that they should play these tapes in Congress, and I think someone should should do something about this. Uh, I don't know how much more evidence you need, Sean.
0: Do you have uh, James O'Keefe? There's always surprises coming out of Project Veritas. Any? Uh... Let's say last-minute surprises coming before the election.
5: Well, yes. Uh, just and just today, we just released this. A, a Google head of global competitive analysis. A videotape shows that uh, uh, that, that he says the platforms are influencing you, and, and people don't know it's happening to them, and and they're also promoting Biden ads. So that's the third Google employee released today. And, uh, Sean, we're going to be releasing a video almost every single day until the election as we do at Project Veritas, and just stay tuned because there's a another bombshell tonight dropping.
0: All right, James O'Keefe, CEO, founder of Project Veritas. Thank you for sharing that information. As always, 800-941-SEAN is our number. To our phones we go. Coco, Ohio. We're going to need Ohio. 13 days. Coco, how are you? Glad you called.
6: I'm wonderful, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I had... Just one question for Adam Schiff, like, how does he think this supposed Russian disinformation got on Hunter's laptop? It's obvious it's his, so is his scenario that the shop owner just happened to have Russian disinformation, loaded it onto Hunter's laptop on the chance he wasn't going to pick it back
0: up? What's amazing to me, and you ask a great question, you, you really do, is that this guy, Adam Schiff, the... The corrupt compromise congenital liar the only we do have a tape of him compromise and and literally conspiring with somebody he thinks is a russian in the hopes of getting dirt on donald trump to impact the elections that that's the one where abusova uh, and 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 okay, what do we, and what so we got
5: met with trump uh, yeah. in,
2: in uh, new york at some point after the 2013 miss universe uh,
0: yes it gotcha. is correct, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And she compromising, got, uh, materials. compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. Okay. And, and what's the nature of
2: the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. Okay. And so Putin was made aware uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material?
0: Yes, of course, uh, Buzova shared those materials with uh, Sobchak, and Sobchak shares those materials with uh, Putin, because she's a goddaughter of Putin, and Putin decided to press on Trump. Um, and, uh, and the materials that you
2: can provide to the committee or to the FBI, uh, would they corroborate this
6: allegation?
0: Sure, of course. Uh, When they were in Ukraine, we got their conversation by the phone where they discussed those uh, compromising materials. We are ready to provide it to FBI.
7: So, you, you have recordings of both Sovchek and Busan. All right, that'll, that's uh, just about You get
0: discuss. the point, Coco. He's think, he thinks he's talking to a Russian and they've got compromising materials on uh, Donald Trump. But what's the nature of the compromise uh, pictures of Naked Trump? Naked Trump. Uh, did Vladimir see them? You know, so this guy has been screaming Russia, Russia, Russia. Now, we've learned that the only Russian interference in 2016 was Hillary Clinton's dirty, bought, and paid for Russian misinformation dossier that he legitimized daily and yet this guy goes out there and to him he sees russians everywhere so we've had the director of dni everybody has now said fbi doj this is not russian disinformation this hard drive that's they they can't be any more clear how does he say it how does he get away with it i don't know coco you help me out because he seems to just stay with the same sick narrative every time
6: i don't understand how he does it either
0: yeah it's pretty crazy all right how's ohio looking for donald trump
6: um, I think we're going to we're going to have a red wave. It's going to be wonderful. We're, right, well, I, I I don't see one Biden sign around and I go from Dayton to Columbus all the time. I don't see enthusiasm for it. There's a bus tour through Dayton today for Biden, um, the Soul bus or whatever that thing is called. Um, I think there's like 12 people there right now. A,
0: it was a, a big uh, Ka- Kamala Harris, I saw it on Twitter today, like five people at an event she was at, I think in Wisconsin, I forget where it was. All right, Coco, thank you, 800 941 Sean toll-free telephone number, we'll just get your calls in, last half hour, Hannity tonight at 9, set your DVR. All right, let's get back to our busy phones. All right, the important state of Pennsylvania. If Donald Trump wins the states that we believe he's going to win and wins Pennsylvania, this is game over. Dennis is in Pennsylvania. Dennis, where's Pennsylvania headed in 13 days, sir?
2: Hey, Sean, it's a tight race here. Uh, Great to talk with you. Um, There's a lot of money being poured into the Biden campaign. There are all kinds of billboards ads. I'm in western Pennsylvania, which was traditionally very Democratic, went heavily
0: for Trump. Last year, we're hoping the same thing will happen again. Uh, What is your sense on the ground? Have people warmed to Joe Biden or no? um, The
2: hardcore Democrats are still there. There's a lot of wavering um, in my part of the state. So I'm hoping that people understand what you're nailing down, what is truly at stake. And what I'm trying to tell people is your analogy about the football being uh, a touchdown down and driving the length of the field we can't just put the ball in the end zone and forget about kicking the extra point. If we don't win local House and Senate races because the Democrat mainstream um, congressional and Senate committees, they're, they're, all these politicians will not condemn Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Chuck Schumer, and if they win, there's no punishment for them. The Democrats need to be defeated like the Republicans were after Watergate where, unfortunately for Republicans, the tar of Nixon was established to them. These Democrats have to understand that they're going to have a landslide loss. That has to happen down ballot, House, Senate, state and local races, so that Democrats understand that they have to abandon this radical shift of the party, or we're done, because Nancy Pelosi has said that she can impeach Trump for anything.
0: If they hold the House win the senate i I think you're making a great point it's if every person takes it seriously as you are suggesting and i'm only running out of time dennis and every person looks at what the stakes are here then i don't see how you put the the frail weak cognitively compromised half a corpse in as president it's a their stated policies would destroy the country quick break right back wide open phones final half hour of the sean hannity show straight ahead all right 25 to the uh, top of the hour so my team got this you know this parody song from a listener to it's actually with the music of van halen and the song jump uh with some biden inserts in it all right i'll take your word for it that you all like it let's play it
7: Play the radio, make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record
2: player on at night. Speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And it happens to be, as Barack says, the three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black.
0: All right, sent to us by a listener, 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, let's get to our busy, busy telephones here. Um, let's say hi to Ron is in Florida. Ron, how are you? How are you, Sean? I'm good. What's happening?
1: Well, I wanted to talk about COVID, uh, which is a subject that Trump gets bashed about every single day. And so I'd like to say let's go to the wall, the Trump wall, which the Democrats were against. Now, this wall is kept out who knows how many illegals with who knows how much COVID, saving countless American lives. I wonder what Fauci is to not bring that up as uh, something good that Trump did. And Biden, who said, I'm going to listen to the experts. How about securing the waters, Joe? So well, I, I, I mean, the- I'm
0: reading article after article how therapeutics are now it is not the death sentence for, for even people with compromised immune systems and underlying conditions. Uh, we, we know better now how to treat COVID. People are not dying right. like they were at the beginning of this pandemic. Is every right. life being saved? No, but they've made incredible strides, and with therapeutics, incredible. Uh, We have an incredible ability now to save lives and get people that even struggle the most uh, over the hump and and back to good health. Uh, You add that that to the vaccine that probably will be announced definitely by the end of November. Um, And, you know, this thing is going to be history after the election. And, you know, it it would kind of suck if Donald Trump pulled us through all this and uh, doesn't get the credit for it.
1: But it, as, as that evolved, this war goes back to way before as things evolving uh, with pharmaceuticals, where Trump stopped an additional amount of COVID coming into this country with, with much more lives being lost. And, and and I don't think that, you know, when, when old people say they're afraid and people criticize him, it's unfair because he's done so many things um, that people don't even stop to think about. And that's one of them. And I'd like I, Trump I, to talk I, about it more.
0: Listen, Democrats were impeaching President Trump when he was putting in place his travel ban. his, his quarantine the first in 50 years his subsequent travel bans and building out all the ppe because no state was ready all these liberal governors were praising donald trump but you know life's not fair to be honest ron and uh joe biden thinking the travel ban xenophobic i think it's a fair question to ask if he was hoping for more billion dollar deals for a zero experience hunter anyway appreciate the call thank you ron is in uh i'm sorry richie is in florida also richie how are you Hey, Sean. How are you today? I'm good, sir.
7: What's going on? Well, I wanted to get your thoughts about, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about a little about New York, you know, as an ex-New Yorker. Uh, everybody's talking about this election that's coming up, but the next one, when they have to vote in New York for governor and for uh, mayor. I wanted to get your thoughts about, do you think they possibly might uh, elect a Republican or a conservative next time because things are so bad up there?
0: You know, I guess anything's possible. You know, years ago, nobody thought that Rudy Giuliani could get elected. Uh, Andrew, his son, is actually thinking about running. Um, Would be interesting if he got in the race. And I think you're right. It was on the heels. Uh, Who did he replace? I think he replaced David Dinkins at the time. But there had been a lot of racial unrest at the time and the city was a mess and rudy came in as a law and order mayor vowing to clean it up stop the violence he did a great job got reelected. and so yeah i think it can happen again
7: you know it's funny you mention that because uh, um my wife and i left new york in 91 and one of the, <laughs> right before i left i voted for giuliani and prior to voting to uh for giuliani i had been a democrat for for many years i said no no no, no. i you know I just changed, and that was it, and I never looked back. And, um, but it's funny, because that's the exact time when I changed my mind, became a Republican, voted for Giuliani, and I moved out of New York.
0: Well, you better believe the law and order, safety, security is on the ballot you better believe the 62 percent tax rate 50 cents said uh no i'm not voting for biden with that incredible that's 62 cents federally out of every dollar you make that the government's going to take then the green new deal then everything's going to be free then open borders then amnesty then the biggest power grab in 150 years uh then activist justices packing the courts it's all there Um, you know, how aware are people of these very specific issues? Uh, Somebody criticized me, said, Hannity, you keep telling us what Joe is going to do every day. You tell us why, because not everybody's listening every minute of every day. And I want everybody that's going to vote to know exactly what they will do. Their stated agenda will be a disaster for the for the country. And I don't see a way back if it's implemented. And that means the Green New Deal ending, you know, our all reliance on fossil fuels, open borders, amnesty, packing the courts, ending the legislative filibuster. All of these varying power grabs, D.C., Puerto Rico statehood. I I just see nothing but radicalism all throughout the Democratic Party. What they're saying they're going to do, believe them, because if you believe it. It should scare you enough because it will alter the country's heart and soul in ways that I don't in ways I don't think we ever recover. Uh Alabama Doug next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Doug? How are you? Hey Sean, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I, I'm I'm awesome. I, I love listening to your show.
2: It's uh, it's great.
0: Uh thank you. I
2: just wanted to say that, that uh you know, the the Democrats are so hard up to to get Trump out of They're throwing everything at this guy. I mean everything, and he's just he's just shucking it off like it's like it's like it's going out of style. And my thing is is why are they so angry? Why are they, are they going after him so hard and I and I really think that when he gets reelected, uh he's he's got nothing else to lose. You, you know, they 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 can try to impeach him, they can do everything, but now they got this laptop. You know, somebody eventually somebody's got to pay the price. Somebody's got to pay the pipe piper for all the illegal stuff they've been doing. You know, and I really believe that. And if I think you want
0: that so justice, I have advice for you. Go out and make sure you vote. Oh, that's, that, that's my advice. You got an absolutely. important Senate race in Alabama. I'd vote in that Senate race. Make sure you vote for president. I, I mean, that the only answer is that, look, these, I, I keep saying they're institutional forces you got big tech companies with billions of impressions. You've got the media mob, 99.9% of them. You've got the Democratic Party, radical socialist party that they've now become. And then you've got the weak, rhino Republican establishment party, which is really just an offshoot of all things Democratic Party. And these are very, very powerful forces that have been out to destroy Donald Trump. And I'll tell you what I think it is. Donald Trump has exposed this good old boy and good old girl system that goes on in D.C. And and he's draining the swamp. And he's been able to do more because he he's challenged them in ways that they've never been challenged before. And they can't even keep up with this guy. And they they hate the fact that he's that good at what he does and he lives in their head, and he fights, and he battles, and he battles, and he fights, and some people, oh, I wish he'd fight less. Um, I have no problem with a politician fighting for the promises they make to the American people. None at all. I have no problem when a president is, is telling our allies that we're sick of carrying the freight, and you got to pay a fair share. I don't have a problem with a president that fights and defeats the caliphate or Soleimani or Baghdadi or the Al Qaeda leader in Yemen. I don't a guy that says he's going to build the wall and has to fight and claw to get the money to build it and then does it. Um, I like a fighter. I you know rather than you know the milquetoast, ever so polite you know cocktail dinner parties, Washington correspondence dinners. I you know I really don't have a lot of interest in those people. So. You know, that's gonna that's that's all on the ballot. Their radical agenda's on the ballot. Protecting a cognitively challenged presidential candidate is also on the ballot. I mean, they are running interference in ways that we, we can't even begin to imagine to keep the public from seeing the real condition of Joe Biden. It's scary actually. Uh yeah, I can it only is. Yeah. I mean, with fourteen days to go, you don't take five out of six days off. And not go to work. Never seen that before. Anyway, good call, Doug. Appreciate it. John in Florida. John, how are you? Glad you called.
7: Son, I'm great. Thanks very much. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good, sir. What's happening?
7: I'm just, you know, I've been listening to you a lot and just really made me curious about um, Biden's tax returns. We know that he's manufactured these things for the last 50 years. They're Of course, they're going to be perfect. I'm wondering if we can see the rest of the family's tax returns.
0: The, don't count on it. <laughs> Look, big tech has already decided that they don't even want you to see the New York Post uh, and what's on Hunter's hard drive. Why would they... Why? Why would they allow the tax returns to ever come out? People rightly want to get it right and be careful and not report false information. Um, So it's a process. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of time, but it's a process. But what we know Mm -hmm. already is enough to show that the the Biden family business was one of patronage and pay to play and, Mm -hmm. you know, using access to enrich oneself and one's family. It's not that hard to figure out. And if the last name was Hunter Trump, I guarantee you there'd be a lot different coverage.
7: Yeah, We, we know, thank goodness, there are people like you that are out there helping the rest of us understand what these guys
6: are really doing
0: to um, America. We're trying, but they hate me, too, in case you didn't know. A lot of these people hate me. And they hate Mark Levin, and they hate Rush, and they hate you know the few of us on Fox that have a different point of view. Unbelievable. And by the way, they, and they spent a lot of money to try and get us off the air. Every one of us has has experienced this at different points in our career, and it's like a never ending, nonstop funding effort to silence opposition voices. And if this power grab goes through, I shudder to think how bad that's going to get. Uh, June in Florida, June. Hi, how are you? Glad you call. We got a minute for you, June. Glad you glad you joined us.
5: Hi, hi, Mr. Hannity. I was just upset because they keep saying how Trump didn't do a good job on the coronavirus. I think ju- Trump did a great job on the coronavirus. Why don't they bring up H1N1 and how Cuomo killed a whole bunch of seniors in New York? I mean, why don't they bring that kind of stuff up when they're talking in the debate tomorrow? I don't think people know how poorly Mr. Biden and Obama handled H1N1. And I think that the president needs to let people on TV know, because I think that only the people who love him and support him know the truth. And I think other people have to
0: see it. you know, I, I don't know what we could have done better. um in retrospect, it's it's so upsetting that so many of the scientists, and I it was nothing malicious or nefarious on their part uh, were wrong. and I think that all the modeling ended up being wrong. And the predictions were wrong. And, you know, you make decisions based on the scientific information as it's available at the time. And but I think people were trying their best. But, you know, you're dealing with a, the, the worst pandemic in 100 years, over 100 years. It's, it gets a little difficult. And with all of that said, we, we still were able to within a year, we're going to have a vaccine. Less than a year, we'll have a vaccine for coronavirus. That's never happened in human history. We now have, even those people that have underlying conditions older people compromised immune systems you know we've now developed the therapeutics that are keeping people that earlier in the pandemic would have died alive i mean this is incredible progress we've made our medical researchers scientists doctors medical professionals first responders these guys are great and they really really everybody stepped up and they do what we always do and that's that's american exceptionalism and american greatness did we get everything right no joe biden didn't even want the travel ban we'll start there all right, that's going to wrap things up for today. we got a busy Hannity tonight. We'll go over the election map. Bill Hemmer will join us. Lawrence Jones, LJ, outside of Biden's house if he wants to do an interview. Uh, Eric Trump will join us. The latest on the Biden family corruption and the millions they made. Senator Ron Johnson, Pete Hegseth, Dan Bongino, Mike Huckabee, and Eric Perini. Say in DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern. We'll see it we'll see you then. Thank you for being with us. Back here tomorrow, only 12 days and you are the ultimate jury. Thanks for being with us.